Hey folks, Joe Juristic here with another From the Field. I'm on with Torben Hoffmeyer of Hoffy Nurseries and Get Group. He is the sales manager. Uh, he is also one of the original suppliers on Landscape Hub. I think it was right as we got launched. Um, so we're excited to be talking today with him. Uh, he's going to talk about, you know, kind of what they do uh, at Hoffy, you know, and also uh, Get Group and kind of what he's seeing for the future. And uh, we're just going to have an awesome conversation on a Friday. So Torben, I'll, uh, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Um, and thanks for having me. Uh, really excited to be a part of this. And uh, yeah, so Hoffy Nursery is a finished perennial grower um, that ships to independent garden centers and landscapers in the Midwest, primarily the Chicagoland market and Wisconsin. Um, but we can ship, you know, wherever. Um, and Get Group is our sister company, and they are a perennial liner producer that actually sells to Get Group and growers all across the United States and Canada. Um, and that really helps with our production. Um, you know, we can kind of tailor what Hoffy needs um, based on Get Group's production, and we can turn around things very quickly. Um, so that's a huge competitive advantage of ours. And uh, it's been great the last three years with COVID because everyone's home planting and gardening, uh, which we love to see. And uh, it kind of makes our industry uh, be in a great position moving forward. Um, kind of gains a lot of traction outside our industry. Um, they see our industry you know, doing very well and everyone's happy and they kind of want to be a part of it. So hopefully this leads to a lot of great things and uh, kind of helps out with some of the challenges that uh, are arising in this industry. So, yeah. Yeah, perennials are, are the instant gratification, I believe, of the, uh, of, of the industry. You know, trees several years out, shrubs maybe, but perennials, man, to that flower right away is fantastic. Yeah. And you guys too, on your on your um, perennial production, you're not just doing bread and butter stuff. You also get into some of the specialty items as well. I've noticed, you know, and and looking at your catalog, it's not just Stella de Oro. I mean, you get into some of the very unique items, and I know that makes you guys appealing to a lot of contractors. Um, what was kind of the determining factor in that? Yeah. Um, so I mean, as a grower at heart, um, for both companies, you know, we have the opportunity to to grow what the market wants and maybe what the market doesn't know about yet. Um, for Hoffy, we grow just over 950 varieties, um, predominantly perennials and grasses and ferns, but we do some annuals like herbs and vegetables. We do, a, we have a big product line uh, with fall mums and rebecchias and cabbage and kale, um, which has really taken off the last couple of years. Um, but, you know, being a grower, we have access to any plant that, you know, isn't on the market right now, we're linked up with a lot of breeders and uh, it's worked really well. We've been working with them for 30 plus years. And, you know, if they want us to trial something and sell it, you know, we can just because we can turn around really quickly and, and do that. So um, we really like how many varieties we grow. Um, it is fun. The, the new plant meetings are long, but uh, usually we accomplish a lot. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really fun to be a part of this company. Do you see a lot more folks moving to those unique perennials or is it still kind of consistently bread and butter? Um, half and half. Okay. I mean, the independent garden centers, they love to bring a new product to kind of appeal to their customers. 
Um, but I think a lot of landscapers are kind of moving towards those new um, big ticket hot varieties. Um, I think people are, you know, getting old of the Stella de Oros and Carl Forster grasses in the Costco parking lots. So um, <laughs> we have seen a lot of, uh, you know, landscapers and wholesalers pick up new varieties from our list. So um, we like to see it. You guys also do a little bit of natives too, correct? You try to throw that mix in there? We do, yeah. We have a lot of requests for natives. Um, there's a lot of great growers of natives in the area too, but um, we just like to have a little bit um, on our product line as well. So we can kind of, you know, cover all aspects of what our customers want. I think that well-roundedness kind of helps in you know, completing out an order. And um, I mean, I think, you know, and also too, your guys' logistics is, is fantastic. Um, you know, and, and us working together and building this marketplace, you guys have always come through for us on, on the delivery. So having everything in one spot is, is nice. Uh, could you talk a little bit more about your guys' logistics division? Because I mean, it's, it's pretty well run. I mean, it's to a T and you guys are fantastic at getting out there in the market. I definitely want to you know, showcase that for you guys. Yeah, we take uh, great pride in uh, our deliveries. So um you know, today's Friday, but if it was like a Monday um, and you wanted your order the next day, you know, we'll do it. Um, depending on the time of the year, um, you know, sometimes you can place an order by 11 o'clock on a Monday and we'll have it delivered Tuesday morning. Um, when it's really busy in the springtime, we have a, a deadline um, that we, we don't like to budge on. But, uh, but yeah, we have a multiple amounts of box trucks, semi trucks. Uh, we ship on easy racks um, to further customers in Iowa and Minnesota. Um, and we do pick up same day um, or whenever the customer wants to pick it up. Uh, we, do, we do a lot of those as well. Um, a lot of landscape hub orders are pickups and, you know, it turns around great. And, you know, it's just great to be uh, another avenue of revenue um, that you guys can provide as well. So, yeah, we kind of run the gamut on logistics. Uh, that's that's the name of the game especially this year it's uh labor shortages which i think we'll talk about here in a little bit because it's been a common theme and in, in talking about uh challenges moving forward uh and then you know you throw a, an inflation fuel prices and all that it just it makes for uh a fun afternoon if they want to call it that <laughs> yeah. yeah happy friday <laughs> yeah happy friday um Awesome. Well, let's let's move into some of those challenges. It's a common theme here. Um, you know, you guys being in more of the grower position, what are you seeing on your side and, and how are you trying to tackle some of those challenges? Yeah. Um, so for Get Group, for the liner uh, company, um, that's growing leaps and bounds. Um, so it it's hard to, uh, you know, scale up when we have the same amount of people due to the um, labor shortage. So it's just finding ways to be more efficient, whether that's planting large crops or doing it better in planting multiple smaller crops. Um, and on the hockey side of things, um, you know, labor was fine this year, luckily. Uh, we got a, quite a few new employees, which has helped tremendously. Um, but the driver shortage was very difficult. Um, so myself and Karsten, the owner, uh, you know, we'd be going out at 11 o'clock at night, a caravan up to Madison. Um, every Thursday night, I think it was for eight weeks straight, him and I went up to Madison at 11 o'clock at night to make some midnight deliveries. So we had some uh, trucks able to get loaded for the next day. Um, so, I mean, we, we got to do what we got to do, especially in, the, in this industry. I think everyone 
knows how much it takes to get the job done. Um, so it, it's a challenge, but um, I think you can only find a solution once a challenge arises. And uh, I think that's where we're at. And I think we're, that's where this industry is at right now as well. Yeah, I think necessity is the father of invention. So we're, we're uh, you know, the, the green industry, we're, we're um, I shouldn't say, I mean, we're scrappy, but we're also, we, we'll get it done. That's something, that's, that's a very common theme. Um, Paul, that's good. On the on the buyer side, since you know you guys are more in the perennial and the grasses, what have you uh, heard from you know your existing buyers? Um, you know their challenges, and the other thing too, um, I know you know perennials and stuff. They're more of a quick turn, uh, but there are still shortages on on your end. Um, you know, how are you working through those shortages with your buyers? Were you offering subs? Like, how do you guys handle that? Yeah, um, you know, having a vast product list, it allows us to offer substitutions. Um, you know, more easily than. Um, than not. So I ran into this example the other day, someone wanted a white salvia, a specific variety, and we have four or five white salvias. So they're like, oh, I didn't even know this variety existed. Um, it's a newer variety. And they like, they said that their customer actually preferred it. So, um, you know, having a large product list allows us to offer substitutions uh, regularly. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of shortages, yeah, I mean, it's been tough the last couple of years. Um, I mean, we've ran into not having enough plastic pots, not, not enough soil. Um, so kind of getting past those hurdles has been a challenge. Um, so now we have uh, every colored pot under the sun. <laughs> Usually we have a standard black pot, but now we have pink and blue and purple. And, you know, it, it kind of opened doors. So now, you know, customers have liked it and we're kind of running with it. Um, so, I mean, it, it leads you down a different avenue, but, uh, you know, I think you said being scrappy, we find a way to make it work. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been interesting the past three years. We talked a lot about the last couple of years over COVID and, um, the shortages, the, you know, increase in prices, everything. It's been, uh, different. Yeah. Not, not normal. <laughs> Um, I kind of, you know, I was talking with someone earlier, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, rumblings of what, what the future holds going into end of this year and into, into the spring. Um, you know, the, you know, a lot of the, you know, tree production guys, some of the larger shrub production guys are, you know, really trying to forecast, you know, they're years out. How are you guys looking at that? Are you guys gonna, you know, tweak your growing schedule, keep it the same? What, what, you know, what data do you use uh, in that to kind of help keep, you know, keep it on the rails and keep it going forward? Uh, a lot of folks are kind of getting a little weary. Yeah, we, we do think about that. Um, in terms of production, we're we're we lean more on the conservative side of things um, for Hoffy, mm -hmm. um, just because, you know, this it's a saturated market and. Uh, you know, I think after three years, people are have their gardens set. So we do anticipate a little bit of a, of a drop next year. Um, and the nice part is our our new software that we use for production and sales. It kind of combines, you know, lost sales reports, sales reports, production, um, how crops performed, all in all in one screen. So that's helped us streamline kind of that evaluation and forecasting as well. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's unique because we have Hoffy, which we're kind of forecasting to, you know, plateau or, or dip down a bit. But then we have Get Group um, because of some circumstances with some other 
growers uh, across the country kind of closing their doors that we're kind of figuring out how to increase production um, and the best way of doing that. So it's kind of, uh, you know, we have to put two different hats on, two different lenses for, for each company. Um, so it, it's fun. So it, for us, it's, uh, it's exciting for the future, but also we have to keep in mind, you know, realistically what, what the future holds. Yeah, that's uh, it, it's a tough one. And I want to uh, go back to something you mentioned earlier. You know, doing the easy racks and, and shipping LTL. Are you are you seeing that become more and more common? Folks just you know keeping it to a, a pallet order and shipping it further out. Um, yeah. How how are you seeing that market play out versus you know the either the, the full semi drops or half a semi? Or I mean, you guys also have smaller trucks as well. But yeah. I'd like to talk a little bit more on the uh, on the LTL side. Yeah, um, and I think because of these shortages, because uh, everyone's been so busy, you know, a lot of garden centers and landscapers are finding new suppliers. Um, so we get, we probably had 20 new customers this year um, from over, you know, 200 some miles away that wanted our product. Um, and with Easy Racks, you know, it, it makes it easy. Um, we have some dedicated carriers that work fantastic. We email them and they pick it up the same day. And deliver it and uh you know not too many issues with that sometimes they get stuck in uh in transit at a distribution center but overall i mean it's it's been great and being able to you know send our product further away has uh you know helped help both companies thank god perennials are a bit more forgiving than some other yeah. material <laughs> yeah annuals are a different story <laughs> oh yeah i mean that's actually uh, um you know, a lot of folks, I think, I mean, primarily thinking on the perennial side, but I mean, yeah, you guys opening up now the annual door, especially getting into more fall stuff. Um, you know, what, what's the future of that look like? You're going to throw more varieties in there. You're going to keep it to what you're doing now. What's, uh, what's on the horizon for, for Hoffy and, and annuals? Yeah. So we are very excited. Um, so this year we are, we doubled our mum production. Um, and we have a dedicated area just for mums, we just finished our automation of fertilizer um, and drip irrigation. Um, so we're really excited to see how that turns out. We added, I think, in total eight new varieties of that, as well as I think 10 different uh, varieties and new sizes. So we're excited to see how that goes. We're hoping, uh, you know, hoping we sell out because um, we have in the past. And uh, in terms of other annuals, you know, we're, we're not set up fully for your you know, begonias and petunias, all that. Um, right now, you know, who knows where the future holds, what the future holds, but uh, as of right now, our, our herbs, which are annuals and mums, uh, we've definitely increased production and it's gone very well. That's good. Uh, I, look, I look forward to, to, to seeing, uh, seeing that and maybe seeing a couple more begonias come out. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, You've mentioned it a little bit just in us talking, uh, and it's something that you know we really kind of focus on uh, in this podcast is technology, um, you know, yeah. and technology and mechanization because that's you know one 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 way people are looking to solve that labor shortage. What else are you guys doing on your end? Uh, you know, investing in new technologies or mechanization. You know, how are you guys looking into that? Yeah, um, I mean, I mentioned we integrated that new software, um, which Pikes, which has been you know lifesaver with the labor shortage. This year, I mean, entering orders takes a fifth of the time. Um, we can issue dumb schedules and it, you know, 
the issue immediately as opposed to going out and writing in Excel or on a piece of paper and bring it back to the office. Um, so we've really focused on streamlining our efforts for the flow of information, um, just because you know this is a fast moving industry and on the Hoffie side with us delivering the next day, you know, we have to have accurate information. Yeah. Um, we hate regretting plants. So, you know, if, if we know that those, there's no plants there, we'd like to show the customers that there's no plants there. Um, so that was our, our big investment last year was this new system. Um, you know, we have online ordering now, which has been fantastic. Um, and, you know, with, with Get Group, we actually are linked up. We only sell through brokers for Get Group. Okay. Um, and we have automatic integration, um, you know, with one of our brokers that we sell through. So their orders come in automatically into our system. We acknowledge it and they get to see the confirmation right away. So all those things have really helped um, in the office, as well as, you know, making sure our inventory is good. And then for production, um, we're in the works of, you know, researching some auto stick machines as well as some, you know, some for production, um, you know, getting that automated and, you know, making sure we're staying current with our production schedules. That's probably been the most difficult thing for us this year is just staying, you know, staying up to date with our production schedules with the increase in, in get group. It's a, uh, it's a big jump with the same amount of people. So to maximize our efforts and making not only making sure we're doing it, you know, on time, but making sure we're doing it well. Um, that's when, that's where we're kind of researching what's the best uh, next step for us in terms of automation there. Yeah, that's you know, a discussion point for a lot of folks. I, uh, I went to the IPM show a couple of years ago in Germany and they are, they are way ahead already on getting automation yeah. done. And, uh, you know, just like I said, the sticking machine, machines, they've even gotten all the robots that pick up the pots and move them around. I mean, it's, spacing and all that yeah it's, it's incredible what's out there and um you know since being back into this industry fairly fairly recently um i have noticed that our industry is a little bit behind in technology Thank you. and it is kind of cool that landscape hub is you know bridging that gap and kind of paving the way for, for everyone else to you know kind of not only just you know get up um with the times with technology but how to best use our resources with technology um, just because it's shiny and new and and great doesn't mean it's going to work well for for each you know company. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's a, I mean that's kind of been the biggest challenge. It's it's um, you know, our industry does need that help of, of technology, and we're we're slow to change. I mean, it's when it comes down to it, we are still agriculture, so it is still you know, yeah. a lot of family-run businesses. We've been doing this for thirty years. Why do we got to change? Um, but I think that new generation is a prime example coming back into it, seeing, hey, why don't we use technology for this? It's okay to, you know, the, the, the old ways. Yeah, that was great. It worked for then and those times, but we're, we're in different challenges now. So why not look to, to do that? And that, that sometimes that can be a hard conversation, you know, making you know, change is difficult across the board. Even, you know, in your own personal life, it's easy just to go back to what's comfortable. But I think, you know, as more technologies come out, you know, even as landscape hub progresses and evolves, um, you know, I think, I think the newer generation is going to adhere to that a lot quicker than, than the older one. Um, yeah. Speaking of newer generations uh, coming into this, 
Are you guys doing anything uh, unique at Hoffy to, you know, capture that, you know, new, new talent out there or you know, promote the green industry? It's, it's something that's been talked about a lot. Um, and I know a lot of the associations are, are looking, looking into that, trying to work with the colleges. What are you guys doing internally at, you know, at Hoffy for that? Yeah, um, we're linked up with a few colleges and universities. Um, we like to go to their career days um, and, you know, just try to get more involved with them. Um, it, it is very difficult right now. I mean, a lot of people uh, aren't really seeing agriculture as the future for, for myself and the next generation. Yep. Um, but I will say, I think um, I can kind of speak for my generation. I think a lot of people are kind of getting tired of the nine to five corporate role. And I think once they see this industry and, you know, how close it is and how friendly everyone is, I think, you know, when we get to that point, I think we'll see an influx of the next generation. Um, you know, it, it's such a great industry and everyone knows everyone. Everyone's happy, you know, delivering plants. You can't be upset, you know, getting, opening up the back of a truck and seeing a truckload of plants. So, um, I think when we get to that point, I think this challenge will be a little bit easier. Um, but right now, you know, we're just doing as much as we can to kind of get that next generation involved. Um, a lot of our labor force, you know, they have, they have kids and their kids are now working at a nursery and they're telling their friends and, um, you know, working outside when it's not raining is great. <laughs> when it's 105 degrees and there's a drought, not so fun. Yeah, but um, I think the, the pros outweigh the cons. And, uh, you know, I, I hope, you know, we make a break in the industry by somehow getting the next generation involved more, um, whether that's, you know, podcasts like this or yeah. visiting colleges, um, you know, any way possible, I think, I think we should try. It doesn't hurt to try. So, um, yeah. I, I agree with you. I hit the nail on the head. It's it's uh it's gonna take all of us to get you know to kind of get the next generation excited. And I think even you know probably tech being involved a bit more. I think you'll probably attract some some new talent. I mean we've seen it even in landscape hub and, and growing across the country. The people's eyes light up. Hey, you guys hiring? This looks cool. Even colleges have been like, oh, that's something different. And yeah. um, you know I'm I'm a U of I grad, and I think now they're doing a couple of Horton tech classes combined together. So it's it's uh it's good to see that so yeah no it is exciting like you said it, like when you went to germany you know the the drones of inventory and you know fertilizing through drones and the auto stick machines and you name it i mean it's out there and you know when when our industry finally gains onto that i think it'll be a completely different landscape and it'll it'll be fun yeah yeah the one of, uh, you know, a popular question I like to, uh, to ask on this is, you know, kind of what do you see five, 10 years out? I mean, we've, I mean, 10 years is maybe a little stretch for some folks, but I mean, we talked a little bit about some of that, but anything else on the fork or, you know, in your thoughts for the, 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 the you know, future of the industry? Yeah, I have a few thoughts. I mean, you know, since I, I drive for Hoffy a lot, you know, I have a lot of driving time where I think about things and, um, um, you know, I, I get a good perspective because being on the liner side of things, um, you know, it's a completely different world than on the finished material side of things. And um, I think the trend apprehensively saying, um, you know, a lot of the big box stores are, are gaining popularity. Um, 
but I know there's a huge movement of small and medium-sized businesses. And I hope uh, people continue to shop at independent garden centers and hire their local landscaper to do a job for them and make their yard pretty. Um, it's difficult because, you know, box stores have all the buying power in the world and endless capital. And, um, you know, I think independent garden centers aren't just a store, but it's an experience. And I hope, uh, you know, the garden centers continue to, to make their, you know, storefront inviting and, you know, make it a fun experience that can, you know, combat the, the big box store uh, one-stop shop. So that's one trend I've seen that or that I've kind of speculated. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think this industry is in a great spot. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, over the last couple of years, I mean, the demand has been so high. It's just been unfortunate that, you know, nobody can get plastic pots and soil and fertilizer and, um, you know, with the increase in labor and fuel prices. Um, I think, you know, this industry could be tenfold what it is today if none of those um, unfortunate events happen. But uh, I think it just sets everyone up and humbles us to make sure that we're ready for the next jump like we were in, in uh, 2019. So um, yeah, no, I think, like I said before, it's a great time to be in this industry. And I think the future is bright and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'll be here for a, long, for a little longer. So. <laughs> Not same here. I, I don't, I don't see myself going outside of the industry. It's the, the people are amazing. I said, it's, you know, it's very tight niche. Everyone's got the same interests. We're all, you know, said we're all good people at heart. We're dealing in, in plants, not brain surgery, uh, even though it feels that way some days. But uh, brain surgery after spring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think everyone turns their minds off right at you know July fourth just to 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 recoup and get ready for the next round. But yeah, it's it's a fantastic industry, and you know what? We're 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 happy to have folks like you on board. You know, pushing that vision, lead, you know, help leading the industry. Um, and, and be in that voice. I mean, because ultimately that's what's going to help take it to the next level. Um, so, you know, folks like you, we're, we're happy to have in it. And, you know, we look forward to doing a lot of business with you, um, you know, and, and helping you grow and helping, you know, push your mission out there, having you guys help us push ours. And so the, the future is bright. I'm, I'm happy to say yeah. that. So, yeah. Yeah. We're all in this together. And I think that's the only way we can take the next step as an industry. Oh, agreed. Same team, same dream. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, this it's been great to chat with you. Um, I'm you know I said we, we are we're very appreciative of your partnership. Um, you know, and said so we're we're looking forward to it, folks. Check out Hoffy Nursery on Landscape Hub. We'll have a link here in the podcast. Uh, if you see Torben out, say hello. You know, continue the conversation. And um, also, we'll be looking at uh, Get Group here soon too, and uh, we'll get that going. But yeah, this was Torben. This was great. Perfect Friday, nice rainy Friday. We all needed it. Little break. So, um, yes, yeah. yes, so much. Thanks for coming on. You got any any last words for for the for the listeners out there? Go buy some plants. Perfect. <laughs> I think that's the best ending we've had so far. So, yeah. perfect. Well, very good. Well, folks, thanks for listening again as always, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Torben. <laughs>